Everybody, it's time for Ghost and Friend Dogs. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 live. In four-hour recording studio. Recording. Wake your ass up. It's the next Friend Dog in the morning. Hello, everybody. It's Monday. Monday. And it's time for Cox and Crendor in the morning. Monday. <laughs> what day is it? Monday. There's Monday, Monday, Monday. Two Monday, idiots talk Monday, about Monday. Monday. Monster Truck Rally Monday. That would be the worst trip to the office ever. Like, <laughs> the highway is a mess. Unless, oh, dear God. Unless you live in Alabama where everybody owns monster trucks. That's not stereotyping. That's a proven <laughs> fact. I actually had a neighbor one time. Well, he wasn't actually a neighbor. He just lived in the city of Chicago. And <laughs> <laughs> he was like, not like, even close. <laughs> and he just had a monster truck parked in his driveway. And I'm pretty sure it was just so people would drive down the road and just be like, whoa, that dude has a monster truck. I remember one time living in Ohio, I saw a dude who had one of those monster trucks that was just a pickup truck, but it had tires on it that didn't fit the, the, the like the wheel. I guess, like, the cutout for where the wheels are. <laughs> so we had to, like, get a rig it up. I guess he made it himself. But every time we went down the road, it looked like the car was, uh, the top of the truck was going to fly off the wheels. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm like, dude, you could have saved money and just got wheels that fit your truck, but whatever. He went the difficult way because he wanted to learn something in life. <laughs> okay, sure. He's, he's a go-getter. He's a con- he, he built something with his bare hands. And that's a beautiful thing. Like his actual bear hands that he used to maul deer? I don't think he was a bear, no. Well, that's, that makes this conversation ten times less exciting. <laughs> he was just... A bear bought a truck somehow and then decided, <laughs> hey, I'm going to go make it a monster truck. Is that what you thought? Hold on, I gotta... I'm trying to find... A picture of a bear driving a monster truck? I'm trying to find bear hands. They, oh my god, you can buy gloves that are like bear hands. I know, I'm aware of that. I want them. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I thought spirit hoods are the stupidest thing. Or the other things that I said. No, spirit, spirit hoods are podcast. bad. Spirit hoods are, are bad, but bad as bear hands for gloves, which are totally useless. You have no control. You just, you just maul <laughs> things. You just... <laughs> if no one can see what I'm doing, I'm just waving my hands back and forth right now. Just like, hands. You said it was the stupidest thing I've ever said. It's not, because I've said stupider things in the past. Well, today. Stupidest thing you've ever said today. Though the day is oh. just getting started, so who knows. But yes. Yeah, yes, exactly. So far, we're just wasting time. But speaking of wasting time... Uh, Time well wasted is not wasted at all. I, sure. Okay. Well, then you tell that to everyone who signed this petition. So if, if you're not <laughs> aware, uh, people, a lot of people went online to the White House website, whitehouse.gov, and uh, signed petitions. There's a petition thing there where you can petition the president to do certain things. And one of the highest petitioned ones was to create a Death Star. People wanted the president to fund a Death Star by 2016, right? Mm-hmm. And so the best part is is that this is a thing you can go look it up. This is totally legit. It's uh, petitions.whitehouse.gov, and 
what happens is if it generates, if, if these um, petitions generate enough interest, the White House will respond to them on whether they're going to do them or not. And so the White House finally responded to the petition for the Death Star. And I swear to you, this is what they said. It's amazing. This is the single best response to anything ever. The administration shares your desire for job creation and a strong national defense. But a Death Star isn't on the horizon. Here are a few reasons why. The construction of a Death Star has been estimated to cost more than $850 quadrillion. (laughs) You know what that means? Darth Vader was rich. He goes, we are working to reduce the deficit, not expand it. Then it says, next, the administration does not support blowing up planets. (laughs) And then it goes, why would we spend countless taxpayer dollars on a Death Star with a fundamental flaw that can be exploited by a one-man starship? (laughs) Whoever wrote that. Deserves all the raises. It's 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 this guy Paul Shawcross. I guess he's he's a scientist there. Uh, he's the chief of science and space branch of the White House Office of uh, Management and Budget, and he responded to that. And he li- he goes on to talk about NASA, and he, you know it's actually serious. But the start of it is amazing. It's now, really good. Can we have a petition to paint the White House green. That'd be pretty good. But you know what would happen? People would be like. No, man, that's the, that's the green agenda. That's Al Gore Try, trying to make us all tax our carbons or whatever the hell Al Gore does anymore. I will tax your carbons. Man, bear, pig. But I want a Death Star. I want a Death Star very badly. I th- Maybe we should Kickstarter it. <laughs> we should Kickstarter a Death Star. For, for $800 quadrillion. Eight, dollars. I don't even know if that's the exact number. It's like 850 and then it's like eight eight. <laughs> Groups of zeros. It's re- it's a ridiculous amount of money. Mm. I don't have the page in front of me anymore, but it's it's a ludicrous. It's it's, it's what about some that doesn't a exist. Mini Death Star, right? No ship can fly into it. What if you have little tiny Death Stars? Death yeah. Death Balls. They they fly around yeah. in pairs. The Death Meteor. <laughs> so just a meteor. Really, yeah, what we need to do is harness the power of meteors. If we can throw meteors at our enemies, then we're good. And we can use them as resources. That seems like a stupid plan, because we're throwing our resources <laughs> at enemies. That doesn't... <sighs> or currency. Then it'll turn into currency. Meteors? Like, I'll give you three meats for a... Hell no. Hell no, for a shekel. <laughs> three meats for a shekel. What do you think? What are you doing? Don't you want the shekel? I'll give you three meats. Three meats for a shekel. Meteors are called meats in the future. Just like dollars are called bucks. Meats. Hashtag three meats for a shekel. (laughs) By the way, by the way, never go into a butcher, because if you say I'll give you three meats for a meat, they will not know what you're talking about. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's good advice. Mm -hmm. That's very good advice. Good advice. That's good future advice. That's good life advice. Yeah, I I think so. So so did you do anything fun this weekend? Do you have any uh, excitement over the weekend? Saw the Packers lose. I heard. We probably should say that for sports, but it is a big deal because uh, someone, not naming any names, wasn't allowed to play much. Yeah. It was awful coaching. Awful coaching. Number one, Packers <laughs> only use Greg Jennings in the slot. Okay? That's Greg a receiver Jennings, position. Greg Jennings should be hiking, throwing, catching, <laughs> running the ball. He should... 
Yes. If they could clone Greg Jennings to be at all of the positions. They did. He did have a play where they threw the ball to James Jones for an amazing catch. I'm convinced that was Greg Jennings putting on his teammate's jersey. Right? He put the jersey on his back. Yeah. That makes sense. And then uh, the Packers were doing well, and then the guy fumbled the kickoff. I was like, why isn't Greg Jennings getting the kickoff or the punts? He wouldn't fumble punts. I know. And so more terrible coaching. Terrible coaching. And then on defense, they never used him at all. I know, right? <laughs> I was just like, this is this is awful. I couldn't even believe it. They didn't even give him a chance to put the team on his back. Not even a chance. They wanted to they That's wanted they to they wanted to to squelch his legend. Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted to do. But I know that he's gonna keep going even with his three broken legs. <laughs> no, you know what's gonna happen? He's gonna leave. He's a free agent. He's gone. He's gone. Dude <laughs> he's, is gone. He's gonna retire. No way. It'll be a sad day. He won't retire. He'll he'll move to a different place. He and Tim Tebow will start their own team. Oh, that would probably be the team of the like millennium. It'll it'll be called God's Good Guys. <laughs> it's only them it's on the just team. Them. Greg Jennings snaps the ball to Tim Tebow, and then the other <laughs> team just like stands there in amazement. <laughs> And Tebow throws the ball, and Greg Jennings just runs down the field. (laughs) (laughs) That that would be the single greatest team to ever play any sport. They could play any sport. That's the thing as well. They don't have to just play football. They could play, like, actual European football. They could play basketball. If anything... They could do uh, that duo figure skating. They'd be very good at that. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Oh, wow. They, could, they, they, they would win the uh, horseback riding. Tim Tebow would ride Greg Jennings on his back. <laughs> and Greg Jennings <laughs> would jump over everything. They'd be so good together. We need to like get rich enough to make that happen. That's true. God's good guys. And their shirt's <laughs> just like, GG. G. G-G. Three G's. G-G-G. <laughs> I forgot how many G's were in that. And that's it. And, and they wear all white, and their outfits never get dirty. That sounds amazing. And they're really good. And I, yep. I'm telling you, that's Greg, it. Greg, G-G-G-G. G-G-G-G Jennings. 2014. That's it. That's what's going to happen. I just imagine... Him hiking the ball, and all the other players are like, what the hell is going on? And somehow it lasts. Like it, it lasts the entire game. It's the fourth quarter. They're just still like, what the hell? I don't understand. And the score is like 500 to nothing. And now there's the people out there just like, stop talking about sports. Well, that was an amazing conversation. You're missing yeah. out by not loving Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings. All right. Well, I think that's good enough time to go to Chop the Cup to Seven in the Sky with Crendor. Crendor, how's that traffic? Today the traffic's back to normal, and we're doing the show at our normal time again so I can see all the cars. There's a guy. He's driving to work. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's driving to go to the Art Institute and analyze some paintings. Uh, there's another guy driving. He might just be going to Wendy's to buy himself a mozzarella burger. And, uh, there's a person. I don't know what they're doing. They look homeless. 
So hopefully they can find a home. Unless they're evil. And I hope they don't find a home, douchebag. Back to you. Wow, Crendor. That was very informative. I think it was. I learned a lot. I don't know that I did. I learned that apparently Wendy's is open in the morning so you can get a mozzarella burger? Whatever the hell that is. Oh, the mozzarella la 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 la. I thought that was a chicken sandwich. Oh. Well, they need it on a burger, too. Stupid Wendy. You just gotta ask for it. Stupid. It's a secret. Good looks and red hair. I hate you, Wendy. You can hit me up, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. now let's go over to Crendor at the weather desk. Crendor, how's that weather? We're gonna head on down to Pat Pat Patascala, Ohio. Uh huh. <laughs> it's uh, 38 degrees there, and there's some stuff happening like wind, humidity, some visibility, some weather, and trending keywords are one or 143 for rain, then some wind and snow. Check out these tweets. Now there's a lot of tweets. This is Patascala's active. I almost thought it said Pakistan. Uh-huh. Uh someone said, no, there isn't that much snow. Yes, you still have to go to school. That was a mother. Mm -hmm. That was a mother tweeting her son. <laughs> and then Rianne loves TW said, snow outside, happy face. It'd be awkward when TW leaves Rianne. <laughs> she, then she has a that really would... bad screen name. <laughs> that's that's gonna be really yeah. awkward. Official Miss Payne said, "You are all talking about snow. Now I am scared to open my shutters to check how the roads are outside in my town." <laughs> she's she's an old shuttered in woman. <laughs> oh, I gotta open my door. Oh, so much snow. <laughs> Frank, don't you open those shutters? I'm gonna do I it. I told you, woman. I'm gonna do it. It's gonna be fine. And he like opens it up. He like gets sucked into the, like a tornado. <laughs> what? She's like, Frank, damn it! I told you to keep them shut. Freedom, sweet freedom. <laughs> Take me to God, tornado. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's go over sports. Even though I think we talked about it already. Well, we got some other news aside from oh, that. Oh, Jacoby Jones. We forgot about Jacoby. Uh -huh. How's he doing? Well, Ravens were down by a touchdown with 30 seconds to Hold go. Wait, 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 they wait, threw whoa. the bomb. Whoa. Did Jacoby Jones yeah. save the day? Jacoby Jones saved the day with a 70-yard touchdown. See, we got caught up in the Greg Jennings hype. We were with Jacoby from the beginning. We should have stayed with that horse. We should have. I, I feel like I shouldn't be calling football players horses. I've done that a <laughs> lot today, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get the, put the money on the horse, eh? <laughs> it's a metaphor that I'm not sure is apt in this case. <laughs> so, e either either way, congrats to Jacoby Jones. It's a great play. 70-yard touchdown, blown coverage, probably because he was too busy being distracted by how awesome Jacoby Jones is, mm -hmm. and then went to overtime, and then Baltimore won in double overtime. Oh, Jacoby Jones, you're my man. All right, all, the only hope we have left now is Jacoby Jones. Yep, that's it. That's that's it. it. I'm rooting for I him. I don't even like Baltimore. In fact, I hate Baltimore, but <laughs> Jacoby Jones is a champ, so I have to root for him. And they're playing New England. Oh, well, then I like I like Baltimore. If it, yep. if it came down between a choice of, like, New England versus anything, like New England versus the bubonic plague, bubonic plague wins every time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think anyone likes I'm New sorry, England, Patriots fans. They are the Cowboys of the 90s. 
they are. Well, Nobody I guess they're the Cowboys of today. But the, you know, like in the 90s, everyone hated the Cowboys. Same thing. Yep. Same thing with the I Patriots. I still hate the Cowboys. Well, so do I, but that's okay. That's a bitter <laughs> and hatred. I wish they just had cool names for players. Like, if one player was named, like, One Sock Steve. So, so, and he only wore one sock. So, like, 1920s baseball names? <laughs> Shoeless Joe Jackson. <laughs> one sock Steve picking up the ball, tossing it over. Like that's oh that's how you know that's how you remember people like people are like oh look at the guy with the weird hair he's a good, he's a good player right and they call him the nobody remembers the normal crazy people. hair Carl yeah right oh that's what I would do if I started a sports they don't have everybody names. would be named like that yes Chubbs McKenzie tosses the ball over to Slinky Sleeve Slinky Sleeve crackhead <laughs> crackhead Kevin <laughs> he's got to stop doing that crack. Slinky, slinky sleeve. <laughs> slinky sleeve. I meant, I meant Slinky Steve, but I just, alliteration, man, it got me. Slinky sleeve. Slinky sleeve. He wears slinkies for sleeves. <laughs> it always works against him until he needs to It's bounce. like I can't move my elbows. Until he needs to bounce really high, then he's very good. Also, he's, he always, you can push him downstairs, but he'll always end up back on his feet. <laughs> it's like, damn it, Slinky Sleeve. <laughs> he's like, I can't help it. I'm wearing Slinkies. That sounds like the single worst Batman villain. <laughs> slinky Sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. Batman. You can't catch me. <laughs> slinky Sleeve. <laughs> this is the worst villain I've ever faced. <laughs> he's like, I'm not a villain. I'm just misunderstood. <laughs> Why won't anyone help me get these slinkies off my sleeves? (laughs) This is Monday. Oh, God, it's definitely Monday. All right, well, what is our big news story of the day? Ten easy ways to get more done. So this is how not to be a lazy bastard. I can use this. I can use this. Okay, what do we got? Exactly. We got, uh, number one, avoid meetings that lack an agenda. So... Every meeting I've ever been in. (laughs) Yes. Meetings can only be productive if people know what they're meeting for in the first place. An agenda provides a focus and purpose. The lack of an agenda guarantees meandering conversations that dive into rat holes. Watch out for those rat holes. (laughs) Your place of business is not the best if you have to watch out for rat holes. Yeah, you're, just, you're, in, you're like heading to your meeting, just like falling a rat. Yeah, and that's because people are diving into them. You're, this is not a you're, badger You're just hole. making it worse, guys. Stop diving into the rat holes. They'll turn into badger holes, and then they'll fall in, what... and all your dwarf people die. <laughs> they have to look like Chef Gordon Ramsay, though. <laughs> they do. Wow, that was a callback to a long episode. I don't know when we did that episode. It didn't seem that long Here's ago. the deal. If you don't know what that joke is, tough. Go watch it. Go, go, go listen to an old episode. Yeah, you're not, you gotta go listen to our past shows. Yeah. Jeff Gordon Ramsay. Take that. Fell, Take that. Fell down a badger hole. <laughs> After doing porn. Yep. Now, number two. Now that you're intrigued. Yeah, okay, number two. We, no, we gotta leave them with oh, that. Okay. <clears throat> Just like, they're gonna be like, what's he talking about? Number two. Number two, never pick up on an unknown caller. Unless you're working in telesales or product support and hate your life, there's no reason why you should ever take a call from somebody you don't know. After all, when was the last time you took an unexpected call that was truly important? Days? Weeks? Months? That's true. I usually go by the rule of, if I don't know who's calling me, just let it go to the message, the answering machine, which I guess doesn't exist, voicemail. 
It's not 1984. Yeah, that's what I do. So voicemail. <laughs> the answering machine shall accept my phone calls, Thomas. Uh, just let it go to voicemail. If it's that important, they'll leave you a message and tell you how to get back to them. If it's not, then eventually you don't have to worry about it. A robot assistant will pick up our calls that are missed. Yeah, and they'll get back to you. Like, you have dialed Jesse Cox. RG4 has accepted your voicemail and will turn it into Jesse Cox. <laughs> That's what my voicemail answering machine I don't is. know why your voicemail will be delivered to me, but you probably should get that RG4 looked at. <laughs> I probably should. He needs more oil. Uh, number three, permanently turn off your voicemail. What? What? It, uh, that's the only way I can agree to number two is if I have my voicemail on. <laughs> well, a voicemail message consumes minutes of your time to communicate information you could absorb from an email in seconds. Are you kidding me? Emails, emails are just walls of text sometimes. That's an immediate turn off. I don't want to see that either. I bet number four is going to be like, don't turn on your email. Hone your email program sorting rules. Is that number four? Yes. So what does that mean? It takes time and energy to change gear to sort through a long list of disconnected messages. Most email programs later route different types of messages into folders where you can review and respond mass and mass rather than piecemeal. Yeah, but that's that's when you get screwed and you send like your hot, dirty message to the secretary, to your boss. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. Diane. You're looking pretty hot in that outfit. I'd like to take you to lunch, by which I mean have sex. And your boss is like, this isn't Diane. Next day you're fired. You're going to have to stop emailing my wife. <laughs> RG4 does not understand human relationships. Number five. Periodically disable email and texting. See? What did I tell you? It only took... I was, I was one off. I was one off. This is a... So basically, this is like... You know that thing I told you to do before? Now do this as well. In fact, just live off the grid. Just throw away all your stuff and live in the woods. Exactly. You'll save lots of time then. Uh, when you must do creative work or absorb complex information, last thing you need is your computer and phone chirping and beeping for your attention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unless you need to be on the Trust computer, me. but okay, sure. Give social butterflies short shrift. So For some people, a day at work means an endless coffee clatch. They wander the halls searching for somebody uh, to discuss business, but really just to chat. Yeah, those people are known as people you should fire. <laughs> yeah. If you run a business and you have people who are just like, hey, what's up? You uh hitting the gym later? You want to like uh, go work on a pex, maybe? Like, shouldn't you be working? <laughs> That's why I just watched another Steve Jobs. I watched Steve Do or blah, 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 Steve Jobs' lost interview from like 1995, mm -hmm. and he talked about how it was like right before he turned to, like returned to Apple and made it a non-shitty company that was about to die into like amazing. And he was just like, "You need to hire A players because when you hire A players, they want to work with other A players, and when you hire like a C player, they're gonna do like." shitty at their job and slack off and everybody's gonna get mad at them instead of having a bunch of average people that when you get a good person they're like why is that guy working right that's it's just like it's just like school when you have a classroom full of people who don't work and then the kids who act actively work and try to be like the best student they can be they're made fun of number seven reward your body with high quality fuel <laughs> 
I like I like how this isn't reward your body with like good for you stuff. It's high quality stuff. So by the way, uh, step whatever like six point five, become rich. <laughs> uh, number eight's take a five minute walk every hour. Every hour. Wait. Every hour. What? You just got done saying. Uh, don't wander around, meander around the hallways looking for conversations, and now you're like, hey, every hour take a five-minute walk. But you're not supposed to talk anyone. Oh, of course. So just every hour walk around for five minutes and just stare at people. That's yep. how they get along in the exactly. workplace. Like, hey, Bill, how you doing? I can't talk to you. <laughs> I'm on my five-minute walk, you dick. Number nine. Make your decisions more quickly. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, that's, that's easy to work most on. People, most people waste an extraordinary amount of time obsessing about their decision making. However, you're always better off making good decisions quickly than waiting for an imaginary best decision. I don't, I don't even know. I don't <laughs> even know. That seems like it would backfire on occasion. Usually in the movies, waiting to the last possible minute works out the best. It's true. And the movies are just like real life. So... Well, what if you're like... Sir, we need to investigate this case and make the best possible situation for our business model. And then he's like, nah, we'll just wing it. And he's <laughs> like, uh, but we should really look into, like, all the studies we've done. No, on no, it. I'm and pretty like, sure this is the, the right choice. Like, sir. It's like, well, we, we haven't done any market research or, like, anything. No, no, no it's, right, it's the right We're just going to do it. It's the right choice. Three months later, they're closed. Yep. Number 10. Completely disconnect for 12 hours every day. Okay, so, I don't, so I assume he takes in the time, I, I assume sleep time is accounted for in that. Unless he's saying, like, when you're asleep, add the time you're asleep to that. In which case, you will get nothing done. Like, you have a good four <laughs> hours of work that you can do during a day. After that, you're done. I like, in the comments, it says, I should stop wasting my time reading these articles. <laughs> 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 Perfect. That is the perfect ending. All right, that's it. We'll see you tomorrow. And as always, to be continued.